You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 82. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's Cracker Lacking Podcast World? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 82. Ochenti Dos. Chasing the wolf from last week. <laughs> Man, Craig, I forgot about that. <laughs> kind of a hybrid. Kind of a hybrid. That's a hybrid. Yeah. I got to do the IE, though. My little boy loves the IE. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll throw that one in the beginning for him. Ooh. You're welcome, Tiny Gift. Ooh, a little shout out to Tiny Man. God love him. <laughs> um, the topic today is going to be the power of prayer. And we're going to hop into things like why prayer is important, what prayer can do for you in your life, um, how prayer can change things, maybe some examples of um, how prayer worked in our own lives or stories we've maybe heard from other folks um, on that. So we think it'll be a a good topic, Um, one in which I think has played a role in all all three of our lives at different times uh, for different reasons. So what y'all think of the topic, guys? I think it's a great topic, man. Um, I look forward to discussing prayer. It's interesting. It's been a, in my life um, a roller coaster journey. I think there's times when I'm on highs and high times when I'm on lows as far as my commitment to prayer and uh, the intensity of my prayer. So uh, look forward to sharing some of those things and kind of seeing what I can learn from y'all as well and uh, hopefully our listeners. Yeah, I agree. I think that's where uh, most of us fall in. You go through the roller coaster ride of ups and downs. Sometimes you're totally uh, vigilant and remember to do what you need to do and then sometimes you fall off of the roller coaster and uh, you go you go to it in times of emergency in times of stress so I agree yeah I think you're right on track as usual CC oh yeah man pre-game in the pod CC was in the zone today yeah a oh. things, so I'm looking forward to this and I, I do agree <laughs> that with that Johnny it's uh, something that at times is easy and at times it's not necessarily uh, easy to do it or mm-hmm. we get to stagnant or happy where we're at in life and, and kind of forget that part but before we hop in we're gonna roll over to the would you rather and johnny boy it's kind of becoming a weekly segment for him is <laughs> <laughs> gonna take it in all right guys um would you rather only be able to communicate by phone or by text message clarify so this is like talking on the phone versus only being able to type on the phone Talking on the phone only or text messaging only. Okay, so the phone does not have the feature to text if you choose talking on the phone, correct? Correct. Okay. Um, One or the other until you die. I guess I'm going to have to go with, I guess I'll go phone. Um, I guess my texting's not too quick. I do have to use the voice recognition to do my texts a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not that, does that count? Um, it's kind of cheating. I feel like it does. 
I feel like that would go into texting portion yeah. of it. I think you could probably do the voice texting where you send the messages like you've done some for us where mm-hmm. we can get all the emo- emotion behind oh, the yes. communication. But uh, yes. other than Word. that, I think the texting option of the voice communication would okay. be out. I don't know. I might go phone just so I could, you know, have those intonations and be able to like people could understand my ups, you know, my when I speak real fast, real slow. And even though we'd be in the same room talking to each other on the phone, <laughs> if I'm understanding this correctly, all oh. communication happens via phone. Oh, that's what this is. We can put it yes. there if y'all want. Yes. It's going really. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe something if you were typing to somebody and then looking at it. Well, it's one thing if the only way you can communicate remotely is text or phone, then it'd be much more convenient to text. You know, but if it's like all communication, that yeah, so means you, I think you got. Let's play it in the sphere of all of it. Whether you're with the person, not with the in person, the sphere of all, I'm gonna go phone. Well, that's good. I, I mean, my heart is at ease now because I just don't want that sweet, smooth voice to be wasted. Oh God! That's <laughs> <laughs> so we all all the feedback we hear. Oh, Craig's voice is so smooth, oh, so nice. I love listening to it. Y'all are funny, <laughs> man. Um. I think it's a pretty difficult one. I think I would lean toward phone right out the get, but then I'm thinking of text. Like, I've been flying a whole lot recently, and one of my things is kind of like, if the plane was going down, like, I could, I'm a non-compliant flyer. I think we know that. So I leave my text on 10 minutes before we get in, we hit some type of uh, signal. I can, I'm still texting as we're in the airspace up there. So I think that's a benefit. If something was going down, I kind of always think about that a little bit. I'm like, oh, I could fly a te- text out to my loved ones, and hopefully it would, like, get itself out there phone i can be able to do that in need of something i think text could come through when you're not in a situation you can talk on the phone you can communicate through those means which i think kind of matter but i would go phone just because i like the the voice tone like you can really feel sense the person when you can hear from them well you know going back to 9-11 you know those people a lot of those people were able to make phone calls and get out that was really before a lot of the text messaging was really u- utilized like mm-hmm. it is today. So a lot of those did get out. So I guess it just depends on where you are yeah, altitude-wise and reception. Uh, you know, for me, text messaging is super easy. You know, a lot of times whenever I'm at work busy, I can just respond quickly. Mm-hmm. It's a really fast way of communicating, but like we've talked about... For enough, the listeners, a lot of them don't make sense. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's his own language of text. My, <laughs> Something's wrong with my keyboard, I think. I've reset it, but that hasn't helped. The so. internal keyboard. <laughs> it could be the internal <laughs> keyboard. Uh, so it is a quick way to communicate something quickly without having to step out, make a phone, you know, make a phone call. So that is a lot more time consuming uh, for one extent. Also with text messaging, uh, I, you know, I'm right along with what y'all were saying. You know, you lose a lot of the emotion. You lose a lot of uh, the intent behind the communication. So... Uh, with that being said, I would have to go and do the phone call communication oh. uh, just because I think it would be easier to get across and express all the emotions that I'm trying to get out there. You know, yeah. when I think about this, then we're going to belabor this for a minute, it appears. John, I think it would have been surprising if you didn't choose phone because I will say you call me all the time and I call you a good bit. John and I talk on the phone almost every single weekend <laughs> for a good 20, 30 minutes. And I think it would be really... It'd be a travesty if we couldn't experience those things and it was all through text. You know? A lot would be left on the table. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, because some, some don't need to be put in writing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> That's a strong point. But, John, 
<laughs> so you're right, good. counselor. <laughs> Hence, why we need prayer in our lives. <laughs> exactly. What a prelude, TC. Oh. <laughs> so, let's start out with why we think prayer is important in life. That's why we need it. Well, yes, Matt. Yes, Matt. You know, I think it's important um, for us to just submit and recognize that, uh, you know, we're here for our temporary period of time. Uh, none of us know how long that is. And to, you know, look to the higher, be- higher being, uh, look to God and offer thanksgiving, offer gratitude, offer up struggles, um, and ask for direction in what would be the better way or the way that we were intended to react to these situations. So I think it's really neat, beautiful thing. I agree. I feel like prayer, prayer life for me, it's like uh, any type of relationship. It's even like if you got a plant, you got to water it, you know, for it to grow properly. Same thing with the prayer situation. You got to spend. Do you have plants? Outside. <laughs> Grass doesn't count. <laughs> Dude, I got a whole bed of plants out there, man. Um, and sometimes don't do the best with them, but we, we hope for the rain. Um, but I do think it's like that. You got to spend time with it, fertilize it, water it, uh, and develop like any relationship. And I think when you do, it can give you the backbone. Cause I think some, all of us in life sometimes go through a period of maybe being lonely, questioning life, things like that. And I think if you have a good prayer life and, um, relationship with God, which is strengthened a lot of times through prayer, in my opinion, it can, uh, really bring a lot of value to our time on earth like you're saying john really short-lived good old snap of the finger so i think that that's like the foundation for a lot of things or really all things uh in my life personally i agree with both of y'all just like steve said only one life and like you said matt relationship you know especially when doing this bible in a year podcast kind of put things in perspective because i see this you know god's chosen people kind of go up and down as far as their commitment to following his way and not and you know of the billions and trillions of combinations of human beings that could have been made, we were chosen by him um, in his image to base, to, to worship him and to have that relationship and bring others to him. So, you know, I think it's important because we only have this one life to live and one chance to, to show him that, you know, we love him. And, you know, if heaven is this sort of eternal worship and eternal um, communication with him and loving of him, but we're not really doing that on earth— you know, we're not really preparing ourselves for what heaven is. So maybe heaven isn't, you know, if somebody who's not in a prayerful state, that heaven might not be what you're, you know, preparing yourself for. You know, we tend to get stuck on the worldly things. I'm guilty of these things too at times. Mm-hmm. And so kind of going back to the up and down. But I think it's important because, you know, he's put us here. We got one shot. And I think it's important to to do everything we can to build and grow that relationship throughout our life and have each other to help get along this journey. Amen, Brother CC. I would agree, CC, and it is pretty cool. You mentioned a couple times on some of the podcasts about the combinations, the many, many combinations that can come into play that make us, you know, who we are and how we are, mm-hmm. um, which also leads to, to one of the things that I, I do a lot in prayers, try to spend some time with uh, purpose in life, um, why um, I was put on the earth and, and the talents that I was given in, in our personal makeup. So that's something that I've spent some time with, especially recently as I've gotten a little older Spending that time talking to the Lord. Yes, Sean. I'm just nodding ahead in agreement. I'm seeing that. Seeing smirk. where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that that's pretty important, along with the fact that sometimes we don't get the answers we want 
in prayer um, because that's something that I'm personally still weaving and bobbing about to find that. Probably spend my whole life finding that. But a lot of times that triggers into we might be praying for something that we don't see the answer to um, right off the bat or uh, the answer uh, in our gut, the Holy Spirit, Lord talking to us is not what we want to hear. What do y'all think about that part of prayer? No, I agree. I, I think, um, you know, all of us have opportunities to offer things up and ask for things, uh, ask for help, ask for guidance. Um, and the thing is, you know, I think people are focused on looking for the answer that they're requesting. Um, and I, I don't think it always comes in that avenue and certainly mm-hmm. doesn't come within um, a specific time frame, which most people are expecting, um, you know. You know, you hear stories about people asking for things all the time and, you know, they're, you know, they felt let down. They felt like their prayers went unanswered until years later, uh, you know, they had a revelation that, hey, you know, this was not, this was not the right way. This was not the right thing for me at this point in my life, even though, uh, you know, I put in all of my time, energy, devotion for this. Um, you know, the prayer was answered, not in the, the way that they expected but in the end, you know, they saw the overall uh, plan of how it worked out. So I think it's something to, to be mindful that, uh, you know, it's going to be answered one way or the other. It may not be what you're requesting, uh, but it should be something that, you know, you can let go and offer up that um, request and then see where where the response comes from. I think it's a great point you make, John. Um, when you're A lot of times we are praying and asking for something or seeking something. I think in our mind we're... we're first thought is that that's what's going to happen that's what's going to occur maybe the optimistic side of things and so we can lose sight of the the fact that god is telling us nope that's not the the trail you're necessarily supposed to go down great point buddy i think it's awesome i think of i may have referenced this a long time ago in some context but bring it back Cece. Garth, Come on. remember garth brooks had that song uh mm-hmm. some of god's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers and like i think he's praying for this relationship in the song but it didn't work out but come to find out years later that was definitely not the person he should be with Oh really? Didn't like know that oh yeah, up. it's pretty. I think I, yeah. I, mean, I think that's what it's about, right? Yeah. It's his high school sweetheart. Yeah, ends up not being the one, and he's praying, "Please make this work. Please do this." Da da da. And fast forward, she is totally not the person he's supposed to be with. Ends up finding the love of his life, and so at the time he's praying for that relationship to work out, begging for it, begging for it, and God's like, "No, nope, that's not the one." But in his mind, he's like, "God's not answering my prayers." And um, you know, I think one thing is, uh, and I had to. I'm going to reference this, but. You know, we pray to God for the thing. A lot of times what he gives us is, you know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and I'm reading this um, to make sure I don't miss one. Uh, Reminds me of the fruit salad. The fruit salad. (laughs) Multiple multiple gifts. Uh, Wisdom, understanding, counsel, fortitude, knowledge, piety, and fear of God. So maybe if you're praying for your loved one to overcome this, um, you know, this physical ailment or this mental illness or something, you want them to be rid of the disease, but maybe what God's going to give you is understanding and, and fortitude to be able to face that challenge with them. Or if it's a personal thing, gives you the really gift to accept the thing and maybe be the person you have to be for that person. You, know, you can't like change the situation, but you can give you all the gifts to accept it, to understand it and to have some beautiful thing come out of it. Yeah, I think a lot of times we do pray like for the specific and don't look maybe to the broader overreaching part of it, the things that you would need to 
see if the specific prayer is for you or not. Meaning, like, I think wisdom is a great one. It's something that I ask for all the time, uh, the ability to discern, look at. Um, so I think sometimes you do have to look at the bigger part of it and then narrow down uh, the scope, so to speak. So that's probably why, you know, God put me in your life then. You know, wisdom appeared and look at all of this. <laughs> you're learning from me, buddy. You know, we've said this a couple times. <laughs> CC always, you know, CC says something and huh, hot dog's like, yep, I'm doing that for sure. John says something, we're like, eh, let's question that first, look at it, bet it. But as I have gotten a little bit older, I think I was actually, I was talking about a little certain situation in my life here. Um, and I mentioned to Lady J about it, and I said, you know, John actually is right about that. And I think that we don't, Hot Dog doesn't give you quite enough credit sometimes for Amen. some of your wisdom or your learnings and Maybe life. you're Hot Dog's tiny gift from God. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Maybe, CC, you're the big gift, though. <laughs> I would say tiny, I was just thinking about that. John's a little gift. <laughs> CC, a little uh, gift. Oh, sense. my gosh, y'all are funny. <laughs> um... But no, I do think in all sincerity that it is important to ask. And John makes a good point. God does put certain people in our lives, too, to help us, I think, see what he's trying to either show us, tell us. What do y'all think about that part of prayer? Absolutely. I mean, I could think of um, times in my life where, you know, go back to an axe retreat. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of us coming into that retreat have whatever we have going into it, different levels of spiritual um, experience, different baggage, different things. And you, you, you have these brothers who've gone through similar, similar trials and tribulations and you look at their spiritual life and where it's brought them. And it's really inspiring to see that, Hey, you know, these people might've been in a bad place at one point in their life, but they're giving you their, their life experiences to hopefully help you become, um, you know, show you the way and give you that sort of lift you need to, to know there's an option and a way out there. And we do it for each other all the time for our friends, our family. And, um, Lord knows I, I need it all the time, you know? And so it's, I think it's pretty awesome. What do you think, Steve? No, I agree. And I think, you know, something else that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are lonely. They feel like they're, they may be isolated or secluded, uh, you know? And that's one thing that, you know, that is spoken about many times in the Bible that, uh, you know, he never leaves you. So even though you may feel like you're alone and isolated, he's always with you. You can try to leave him and move away and, and behave in undesirable um ways towards what his plan is for you but he's right there waiting for you right there waiting for you to return um whenever you're ready i think it's a great point johnny boy especially like uh i can say at times in my own life when the when the tough's getting tough it's pretty easy to call out talk to god get in his own but like when things are going pretty good it seems as if that um want need desire is it's just kind of not there you might think about it or the prayer you might be praying talking to god but uh not with the same um oomph that you had when you really needed him but the cool thing is when you when you stray away and you come back he is always there it's, it's it is that um uh, amazing things that's that is not always a two-way street for us here um going reciprocal back what's y'all's thoughts on your experience of life when you're more diligent with prayer and you kind of have that relationship like you're in sync you know uh with god sanctifying grace you know you just have that that connection versus when you're not you know, because I, I look back and, yeah. you know, you think about when you're stressed out, anxious, or you have depression, or maybe, you know, you and your spouse aren't as in sync as usual, or you have all these things. Usually it's the worldly stuff that gives you those feelings, right? Those anxieties. But whenever you're sort of in communion with God, I don't know about y'all, but I just feel like things just feel right. 
they're just there you just you flow better maybe it's those holy spirit gifts that are coming in and helping you face those things being a better person you know accepting what the sufferings on this earth with more open-mindedness knowing that it's hey god suffered and he showed you how to do it so now you're going to do it right right but you don't always i know when i'm my prayer life starts to slack i don't see life like that i see it for all the things that aren't going well you know, and not not realizing that hey, it's because you're not really having a good communication with God at the time being. You know, so yeah. I agree with you completely, ZC. And you know, for me personally, it's a difference between my life becoming chaotic to an extent, mm-hmm. uh, to to living in a state of peace. You know, the further I feel like I get away um, from that prayer life, from uh, asking for forgiveness, guidance, uh, all those types of things, I feel like that things just kind of fall apart the further I get away, um, and you know. On the opposite aspect, whenever I am more diligent in doing the things that I should be doing, going to mass, um, going to confession, doing the things that you know as Catholics we do and should be doing on a consistent basis. Those overall, light sins, just this, man. <laughs> overall <laughs> a sense of peace. I mean, even if it is just light sending, you know, <laughs> sometimes you need to go and, and hand those things over. Yes, <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I, I agree. I would talk along with that. I thought to myself when you were saying that, Craig, uh, peace is something that I get, some stability. Also, for me. A lot of times uh, in our faith, we, we have some, some prayers uh, in the Catholic faith, and I pray them a lot, uh, morning and evening, and sometimes, or just talking to God. I feel like I don't realize that at the time, that is it is providing a sense of stability, peace, um, someone almost holding you kind of thing, until you kind of look back a little bit. When you're going through the motions, not seeing an answer necessarily, or not even knowing sometimes what I'm praying for, why I'm praying for it, but the act of doing it, saying the words, is, is a, it brings me a big sense of comfort and peace. What about ish times maybe in our lives where prayers kind of pulled through us or someone we know? Um, I would start this off with a little story. A good buddy of ours, won't name him by name, he was, he was working to figure out changing jobs. And he literally went to adoration, I think, maybe for like a year straight. Like time and time and time again, looking, trying to get the answer, trying to get the answer, time, trying to get the answer. And it took a really long time. And I've always thought about that in my own life with certain things that I pray for, wants, needs, desires, what, what have you. The commitment you have to have to it that our buddy had in that situation um, to, to know that God's going to bring you the answer that you're looking for in his time. Thoughts, comments on maybe some stories in your life or somebody you know. <laughs> no, I agree. You know, and the answer may be there. Um, so the, the answer or the, you know, one way or the other, the answer may be there. It just may take you a while to sort through your own um, things that are distracting you from seeing that. So uh, I think it's something that if you, you diligently do those things, it, it, you know, it might, it might be a year process for you, but you know, for a lot of us, I know for me in particular, a lot of times I have to remove the distraction of what else, everything else that I'm thinking about or doing or have to do today, tomorrow, maybe getting in the way of me realizing and seeing that bigger picture. Yeah, you really do. I, I, I totally agree. I have to get in some form of, I personally need to get in some form of silence. That could be nature, church, adoration, my house. Uh, let the mind calm down, kind of put things out. I, again, I go back to Father Whitney. I think I mentioned this a while back about... Um, his mom, when she was praying, would put herself uh, visually on the Mermintal River, and as a barge would pass, all the thoughts that would come through her mind, she would put on that barge oh, wow. as it would pass by until mm. she could find that sense of clarity in her mind to be able to, to pray and talk to God. Because a lot of times when you start, your, your mind's running. It could be in the morning. For myself personally, I get up, and whew, a lot of things going on, so it's kind of hard to 
center myself a little bit, but you got to flush some of that out in order to, to be able to hear and listen and speak. No, I agree. It's like, you know, pulling off these layers, uh, like y'all said. And, you know, I think it's awesome to go pray for those big things because a lot of times you can't hear God's answer with all the noise, you know, or you might be trying to drown those bad feelings that you're having or those negative thoughts with other earthly things. You know, I know a friend of mine's, one of their kids is having some trouble with alcoholism, so they're basically giving up alcohol for a year as sort of a penance, a fast, I should say, and, and to increase their prayer life. And, you know, that's their sacrifice, trying to get some guidance and some understanding about how to help their, their child. And so it's um, that's pretty awesome. You know, it's like you have to start, you start removing these earthly layers. And I think when you take away everything earthly and put all your dependence on God, he'll give you those answers, like you said, to help you get clarity and either understanding or you know, having the wisdom to help. Um, and I think God does amazing things through, um, through, through those penances and those sacrifices and, and those sufferings. And, uh, even if it's just by example, you know, the person you're trying to help sees the love coming through you through your sacrifice. I think that goes a long way into helping them maybe have a conversion. And I can't think specifically of these certain saints, but there's some saints out there who, the mother was praying because their child was really off the rails and that, you know, child had walked away from the church, ends up coming back into the church and becoming a saint. I'll have to go back and find out the name of that specific saint. But I remember that story was like, wow, you know, kid was so bad. They prayed for their conversion. Not only did they come back to the church, they became a saint. That's incredible. Isn't that cool? And so I just think about that uh, sometimes. You know, I think there's uh, there's tough things that go on all the time, um, and so I think the the main thing is to just not not cut off the communication. So, you know, if you're mad, you're angry, tell that to the Lord. He can he can handle it. You know, he can handle everything else that you do. So he's not sitting there on the sidelines saying, "Hey, just tell me about, tell me the good stuff. Tell me what's happening great. Only come and give me praise and glory." He also wants to hear every other aspect of your life, the sufferings, the struggles. Uh, you know, when you are pissed. So uh, I think if, if you're, you're mad, just tell them that you're mad and what, you know, what is on your heart that's, that you're struggling with. So communication, I think that's the big thing. Don't turn it off. That's awesome. I agree. Worry, Brother Steve. What about the different ways we can pray? Maybe some prayer techniques, things that have worked for y'all, maybe not worked for y'all. I think there's a lot of different ways to, to skin the old cat, so to speak here. So what about... <laughs> Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Skinning some cats. Oh. CC's already done that. He's done it. That's been documented. <laughs> that is true, actually. Comparative anatomy. Comparative anatomy. <laughs> um, but what about some prayer techniques, various things y'all do in y'all's lives? You know, my family, um, like I've talked about in the past, mm-hmm. we like to do the uh, daily readings. Um, so that's something that we try to do on a consistent basis. Uh, for me personally, I love music. Uh, music brings me great joy Mm -hmm. so um i like to do the divine chaplet you can find Mm -hmm. it on youtube um i like the complete divine chaplet prayer it's uh it's a duet um male and female i do it and it's just a beautiful prayer it's 21 minutes i do it every single day it's something that i started doing uh in preparation for one of the uh, acts retreats that i worked on and since then i've just incorporated it into my daily life so uh you know it already brought great fruits um you know, driving around in the car, my little tiny gift, Matthew David Carraway, um, would start singing it just spontaneously, although he would change the words a little bit. He would say, the safe of the sorrowful passion, <laughs> instead, <Safe>. of, <laughs> instead of the sake of the sorrowful passion. 
So music is a big thing for me for praise and worship, uh, also Christian music. Um, that's pretty much only the only thing that I listen to now, uh, thanks to my brother, Father Michael Carraway. He drove me somewhere at uh, one point in time. Um, and he changed all my radio stations. <laughs> wow, by force. <laughs> he forced it on me. Uh, but it's something that I really appreciate and, and is just about the only thing that I listen to. Um, and I generally do a rosary a day uh, now also. And I do it um, on YouTube also to where... This is new know, news to me. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to stay focused um, for me to do all those things. But if I have that going on in the background where I don't have to be carrying my rosary around and doing that, it's something that you can follow along and still, uh, you know, get through those prayers. That's awesome. I'm, I, you know, it's interesting. I, growing up for me, prayer was always like you just close your eyes and just have this conversation with God, which you usually did whenever things weren't going well, you know, and hopefully you did when you, they, they were, but usually when they weren't, that's where I, when you'd run to them. And so I had different degrees of uh, spirituality in college, you know, I did in a Newman club and had these organizations, did daily mass. And over the years it waxed and waned. It was really interesting. Kind of like Steve said, music after max retreat, I started playing a lot of Christian music, K love. And it's funny cause you can almost, it's almost like you're in prayer throughout the day. When you listen to music on your road, you, as you drive, you get a message and God speaks to you through those ways. Um, Recently, what's helped a lot in the last couple years is reflecting on readings, like you'd mentioned, Matt. Uh, I did a couple, like the consecration to St. Joseph, to Mary, and these are sort of daily readings where then you reflect on what you read, um, reflect on the Bible verses, because growing up, it was always about the story in church, like you hear the gospel reading, and it was like, okay, that's cool. But whenever you really are maybe following like a Bible plan or a study guide, and they tell you kind of what's going on and you reflect on all the nuances of the uh the readings i think god speaks to you um in so much more depth than just that superficial one-off so i try to listen and and do the daily readings and just kind of reflect on what they're what they're talking about and um now i'm doing this bible reflection which has been really cool um you know when i can listen to it so uh, yeah, I think all those things, like letting God speak to you through His sacred scripture, because He's giving you the He's giving you the blueprint to live a good life and to 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 have peace and calm and happiness. And I just recently learned that. I think, I, <laughs> you know, I always had this communication, like I'm talking to Him, He's talking to me, and that's probably my go-to. Yeah, right. But it, I'm trying to do something, and you know, whenever I fall away from that, that's when I find myself kind of kind of drifting a little bit. Because I'm kind of having this conversation, this one-on-one with God, like I'm telling him how I feel, and he's talking to me, but he really gives me the detailed instructions when I when I read his, you know, read the Bible or read those those scriptures, and you know, kind of see what the real message is there. Yeah, I think those are all great techniques, and and the couple more that I would talk along. Good old centering prayer, Father Seth um, gave yeah. us gave us some of those techniques um, a while back along with I, I sometimes will just simple words for me like i'll breathe in jesus i love you breathe out jesus i trust you and, mm-hmm. and that that brings me to a a, a nice uh, peace when i'm praying and, and sometimes my mind will go to where it needs to go along with i've, I've done the journal in action and i oh, think yeah. i told y'all i've never personally like written out my prayers but i a fella told me one time that that's how he prays he prays through writing out um so i think there's some various uh techniques another one the last one i probably talk on there is I used to write um, scripture verses on little note cards and I would carry them in my truck. And so I'd drive, like say I was just driving home, I would take that one and just say it over and over again as I would drive home. So I think that there's 
a lot of various techniques out there. Uh, and I think that that is something that goes, uh, in and out throughout our lives, the techniques that, uh, might work better for us. So we don't get like too stagnant. It's a little bit like working out, not doing the same exercise over and over again. So I think it's important to, to look at and try the various techniques for sure. Yeah. And going back to the musical aspect of it, like CC was talking about, a lot of those uh, Christian songs are biblically based. So they pull actual texts from uh, the Bible. So it's like singing the Bible uh, yeah. in, in small little spurts. So it's a easy, beautiful way that you can just, uh, you know, kind of put it on autopilot and just sing along with the, the music. That's awesome. Yeah, guys. Um, I think it's been a great cast before we shut it down. We're going to flip it over to our buddy CC for the good old... What made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes? What you got this week, CC? All right. <laughs> brakes, gas, let's see. Um, well, I guess uh, hitting the gas. Taking yes! Family vacation. Love hearing about the CC trips. Oh, yes. man. I tell you, I think all of us can relate in life that when you are doing your ministry, your service, your job, living life, the way that God gave it to you, after a while, you start to need a break every now and then. You know, you need to have a time to kind of center, like you mentioned, prayer, and um, and just just change your scenery, change your life a little bit. So the family is rolling out for a little uh, vacation. We're going to Florida, actually, with my bigger family, my brothers and sister and parents. We rent a big house, all the nieces and nephews, and uh, we're Ooh, just going to get rowdy. It's going to get crazy, but it's it's <laughs> so fun though. It's so awesome because. Uh, Everybody can spread out, kind of do what they want. But, you know, I, you know, I like vacations where there's adventure and exploration and, and seeing new things. But I also like to just kind of have trips where I can just relax and take deep breaths and stare off into the abyss and let my mind clear and, you know, just be at peace and just kind of be present with my family and friends. And so, yeah, I'm excited. We're doing this. And uh, it'll be good. It's been about a year since I've taken like a long trip. I've had a few little weekend. We, we had our little getaway, but as a family, it was been uh, last summer mm-hmm. to North Carolina. That's right. And so that's a little bit long for me. Uh, I guess we had hurricanes and pandemics really kind of messed up traveling, even though it's all cleared. It's just, as y'all know, it hasn't been right. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully after this month, I'll start doing this more frequently. I just hope yeah. for Craig's sake that he spent some time looking at the accommodations, unlike when we went to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who picked this trip? Well, is there going to be an elderly lady in the home with y'all? The oh, whole time no, no. I think this, uh, <laughs> we're going to be okay. So, yeah, definitely uh, good accommodations. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good deal. Well, guys, we appreciate everybody uh, tuning in to us. If you get a chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, we'd much appreciate it, along with. All right, so let us know some of the uh, techniques that you all use for prayer in your life. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Uh, Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?